Welcome to episode 31 of The Rick Kids Show with me, Ethan. Coming up on today's show, part two of my interview with the viral singing family, the Marsh family, another weekly watch list, and our exciting game, Head to Head, the best guess. So, uh, first, I just want to say a massive, massive thank you to all of the support on the last episode, to all of the people uh, who've watched that episode and stuck around, the people who have subscribed, and the people who have commented on that episode. I just want to say a big, big thank you uh, to you all. Um, I also forgot to say thank you um, for... 60 subscribers last episode so thank you for that and we now have we're now on 66 subscribers which is amazing so really do i i really do appreciate that also i actually won a, the creativity award from a uh, County Durham Youth Council for doing the show so I want to say a thank you um to you guys because i couldn't have got that um award without you i was also in the northern echo uh, on tuesday if you don't know the northern echo is a newspaper which covers like the northeast of england and it's like the main one uh so if you want to check that out in um check that article out uh, the link is in the description down below so episode eight of random minecraft uh, came out on um, my gaming channel on Monday, so if you want to check that out, the link is in the description down below. I also played uh, GSS's Country Street game mode, and that video came out on my gaming channel on Tuesday, the 30th of March. And I also played uh, London GSS to see how well I know London. Let me tell you. I know it quite well. Uh, so that video came out last Saturday, uh, so if you want to check them out, um, check them videos out uh, the links are down in the description down below and episode 9 of random minecraft should come out on the 19th of april at four um o'clock on my game channel so if you want to uh, if you don't want to miss that uh, check it out in the description down below also uh, you might see at the bottom of the screen if you um if you zoom along kind of thing uh, there's now chapters uh, to uh, the show so basically it has like the jingle intro uh, so if you just want to skip to the interview you can and also you can just click on the time codes uh, down in the description down below so now it is time for part two of my interview with viral singing family, uh, the Marsh family. If you haven't checked out part one in the last episode, the link is in the description down below and it should be up here. Uh, so go and check that out. Um, okay, so but for now it is time for part two of my interview 
with the Marsh family. So, um, is there more pressure when you're making a song now uh, because you know you have an audience than when you did the first song? Oh, I'd, I'd say yes. I'd say, I, I, would, I wouldn't say when we're filming, we kind of think about it, but once you've put the song out, there's kind of that, you feel more pressured as to whether people will like it or not. Mm. And there's also, so when we're recording, I wouldn't say we feel pressure, but when we're thinking of new ideas for songs and then once they've got, just gone out, that's the two times when you kind of feel the pressure more than you did at the start. Cause that was back when it was kind of more about doing it for us yeah. than for doing it for our fan base. I think, I think we have, I mean, I, you know, this is something we did, we didn't know very much about. Alfie was the one that was kind of on it, but we didn't really kind of have a push for subscribers and that felt very strange, but having, people who've obviously signed up, you sort of feel like whatever you put out, you want them to appreciate. They might not love the, each song, they might not know each song, but they appreciate that that's, that's something they want to do. Whether it then goes any further than that is often linked to the timing. It's linked to whether people like the song that you, you've based your parody on. Um, we are more conscious than I think we were about what songs we choose. We don't want to take songs that people feel very strongly about because they really like or really hate them or they don't, you know, that there is probably more discussion before we put our minds to a parody than, than there was maybe in the, in the early days. But I think if we spent a lot of time just thinking about what people wanted, we wouldn't do any of it. It, it, it has to come from what we want to do and what we find funny and what we find interesting, really. And then anything else is a bonus after that, I suppose. So, um, you now fundraise, like, uh, your last fundraiser for, was, was for Comic Relief. So why did you decide uh, to fundraise in the first place? Well, when we did the um, the first One Day More, and that went really, really crazy right at the beginning of lockdown, it was even before Captain Tom, it was before any of that, um, it felt very wrong for us to be making a profit at a time when so many horrors were going on. So we linked to the World Health Organization COVID-19 appeal at that point and just said, if anyone's felt positive about what we've done, please donate to that. Um, and we donated any fees that we had. And we went on the Jimmy Kimmel show in the States and donated all our fees. And they, they put the fundraiser on uh, their show on our behalf as well. And then two weeks later, oh, I think a week later, maybe Lady Gaga and the big COVID-19 uh, appeal came out. So we felt like we'd sort of pushed some of that positivity in a good way. And then we just kind of got on and did our small things. Um, when the new jab song kind of took hold in January, again, we we began to do a bit more press. So we linked initially to uh, Save the Children. They were doing a big uh, fundraiser, obviously uh, during this period of lockdown and mental health and children and everything else has been such a pressure. So we raised, uh, we just set a very nominal target for that. And then as we were fundraising for that, we were contacted by Comet Relief and they said, uh, would you be interested in coming on the show? And it's a charity we've always supported. So that was kind of a bit of a no brainer. It was terrifying, but it was it was something that we decided to do. So, yeah, we set up the Just Giving page, which I think is nearly at £13,000 now, which is absolutely uh, unbelievable. We donated um, the only the only. Um, monetizing we've done on our youtube is the song that we wrote which was the not sea shanty song um and so the ad revenue from that we have uh, donated and i think there's been about 500 pounds of that that we've donated and then uh, lovely people who listen to our songs from all over the world have also put money in there so that's been lovely feels like a positive way to demonstrate some of the stuff that we've we've felt when people have sent these lovely messages 
So, um, what was it like uh, to go from your living room uh, to a massive television studio, singing in front of millions of people on one of BBC's main events of the year, Comic Relief? Uh, well, it was a very strange experience for me personally, especially, I, I think it would, it would have been a strange experience even if we hadn't been in lockdown, but it was exacerbated considerably by the fact that we'd been at home for so long. And it, it kind of felt, the escaping the house it made it feel almost like it was a holiday um and it also was made to feel like a holiday by mum panicking the day before and <laughs> trying to pack way more stuff than was necessary well i've been told by the wardrobe department that because we couldn't try anything on i should bring contingencies which freaked me out because i was thinking what do i take i need to find pajamas that might be. so yes i did a lot of flapping uh, last thursday um it was it was lovely, actually, because of all the COVID restrictions, it, it was very different. Clearly, if you had been involved in it before, you would have thought it was incredibly different. But for us, we had nothing to compare it to. So it was, yeah, we got to go into wardrobe and makeup and go and stand in an actual studio with lights and cameras and directors. And it was unbelievable. It was brilliant. And actually, because it was so fast moving and because there were so many people about, it was only when we stood on that stage that... Ben and I suddenly thought, oh my goodness, what are we doing here? And we realised that the children looked so composed that we needed to just calm ourselves down and, and do it because we, we didn't want to let it. I think because with six of us, you feel like it's all or none. And, and so you, as long as we all can kind of pull together, we'll hopefully be able to, to pull it off. And thankfully, nobody made up any random lyrics. We managed to all just about hit the notes and do what we needed to do. And yeah, I, I think that's something that we'll remain very proud of for a long time. So is that like the biggest thing that you've done? Definitely the biggest thing that we've actually left our house and done. I think um, Jimmy Kimmel show after the first lockdown um, viral uh, one day more was pretty bizarre. <laughs> and we had to do that before. We weren't really in that first month uh, sort of set up for these kind of conversations. Like Zoom was still quite an unusual thing. So we had to have one of our friends come and um, use their phone as a hotspot outside our window because our Wi-Fi was so terrible um, so that we could live stream to the United States. And we, we had to set up a little gantry to hold this screen using Lego and BluTAC. And then we all had to try and position ourselves so that we were visible. Yeah, that was deeply stressful in a very different way. Um, and obviously it's a big show in the States, but the kids didn't know it very well. So it was quite interesting when we told them about Comic Relief that was something we'd all, you know, they'd all heard of. And that was a really kind of a big thing. So Comic Relief, definitely the most memorable thing we've done. Jimmy Kimmel was kind of a, a surreal experience in what was a very strange couple of weeks, but still pretty cool. I, I didn't know you did Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, because I, I, I watched quite a lot of Jimmy Kimmel on YouTube. The clips come up on my recommended and things. Oh, wow. Um, and I, well, did you go on like one of the... Uh, morning shows on in america as well yeah we've done a few we did a lot of interviews um and we did sort of breakfast australia and breakfast obviously over here and yeah we've uh, america was very we did a few a few interviews recently chicago and and various bits and pieces and um we kind of decided at, at that point that we've probably done enough discussing of a particular video at a particular moment so it felt like if we were going to do other things, it needed to be related to the charity or related to a new song that we've done um, for that reason. 
But yeah, we've done a few things now. And it was only when we sat, I think we sat down to do Sky News and Tess, we were all sat on the sofa and Tess turned to me and said, is this live or a pre-record? And I thought, okay, we might have done this a few times now, if that's her question, that's a pre-record. And she was like, oh, well, that's fine. Um, so yeah, we, it, it's a strange sort of nonchalance. And she was actually asked in that interview what it was like. And she sort of said, well, to begin with, doing all these interviews was really strange. And I was thinking, oh goodness, now she's going to say that this is really boring. And she actually said, but now it's just become something that we're quite used to doing. It's quite natural. And I was like, oh, thank goodness for that. Thank goodness she didn't, uh, didn't declare that she was bored of the uh, interviewer as we were doing it. So yeah, we've done we've done a few things here and there now. So do you get like more nervous to do one like with like another country, like on a television sh- show from another country? I don't know. Do you get more nervous? I, I don't. I, I think I, I don't really think about it in countries. I, I kind of think about it more whether like if it's a live or a pre-record or mainly if it's a show I know. I, I kind of feel more passionate if it's a show I know. Because if it's a show I know, quite often it's a show my friends will watch. And so I, I don't want to mess up on a show that my friends will watch. Yeah. Uh, so that's where the kind of... We've done quite a, a nice sort of array of, you know, we've had sort of um, magazines or newspapers or whatever. So we've had sort of different formats and different ways of being interviewed, which has kept it quite interesting. Um, I think I've been nervous before um, some of the, the the live shows, like the one we we did a, a live interview and it was just Ben and I because it was middle of the night because it was Australia and it was their breakfast show, it was their big breakfast show. And about 10 minutes before we went live, it was about midnight here, we discovered that our dog had managed to jump over the back fence and disappear. Um, and so we were, we didn't know what to do. We can't leave because we're going to, so we had to do this live interview while we were wondering where on earth the dog had disappeared to. And then Ben had to disappear out into the night at sort of two o'clock in the morning to try and locate said dog who had thankfully not gone too far, but Ben spent a long time looking for him and came back very bedraggled. Um, So yeah, that was probably stressful for a very different reason. Um, But most of the time, I think if we've said yes to them, uh, we just, you know, we just try and play it as as the questions come and not think too much about what we want to say or how we're going to do it. And so far, and she says, looking for wood to touch, it's gone pretty well. Wow. So, um, have you ever got recognised in the public? Yes, but I think when we're all together, and it hasn't really happened, to be honest, it's only happened a couple of times on dog walks, we're much more recognisable. If there's the six of us, you can see people from afar clocking us. Um, I was recognised during a doctor's appointment, which was interesting, (laughs) and Ben and I, when we went for our first COVID vaccine, we were spotted um, and someone asked for a selfie from their car, which was absolutely ridiculous. We were completely floored by it. And Ella and Tess were in the car as we walked back past and they said, excuse me, would you mind? So we sort of did a, did a thing. And, and all I could see was Ella and Tess absolutely wetting themselves laughing at the prospect that somebody had asked for our photo. So we have been, uh, yeah, we have been recognised. And I did, I did send a, an email off to ask a local company if they would come around and service our gas fire and I got a response saying of course and we can do this day and are you the singing family uh, uh, yes <laughs> so I think the name has become a little bit um bit more recognizable than it was before probably yeah so that must have been weird for you to do that for, for the first time for like a stranger uh come up to you and even like with this pandemic and ask for a selfie and you don't know whether like you can 
like luckily because yeah. they had also had their jab they were in their car and they had really thought this through because they just asked us to stand on one side outside the car and then they took a photo from the driver so we were at the back of the car just through the window so they had obviously thought it through yeah i think i think if someone's kind of leant over and said can i can i have a photograph with you you know i think we're all going to recoil from touch for quite a long time to come but no it, it it's bizarre when people recognize you and ask you things about it um and I, yeah, I don't know, um, as we begin to open up in the next couple of weeks, it will be interesting to see if that happens uh, more or not. But normally people are very lovely and just sort of smile or give you that extra little sort of wave um, uh, to, to show that they recognise you. And, and that's been about it, which is quite nice. So uh, what are you planning to do next? Well, we have a couple of songs that we're toying with, which we, which may or may not work. So we never announce any of the ideas until they actually uh, have got further than the planning stage. So hopefully in the next week or so, we'll get something else sorted, uh, especially as we come towards Easter and we've got a bit of a break coming up. Um, we've got a few other interviews that we've been asked to do that we put back uh, because Comic Relief was on. Uh, our minds at that point and then we don't really know we said we would um keep fundraising until the end of march that's when we would close the just giving site for comic relief um and then we've got to make some decisions it sort of feels um like although we are opening up the pandemic is far from over um certainly there are some more songs that we could do um yeah, so there's a few decisions to be made. I don't know whether we will just remain the footnote of this strange year or if we do anything more going forward. That's kind of something that as a family we've got to make some decisions about in the next bit. So um, do you ever plan uh, to release an album of a like collection of all your songs? We have talked about it. Um, we did release the, the Sea Shanty one because that was ours. We have we have been um, schooled, I think is the wrong word. I think Ben's done an awful lot um, of, uh, yeah, it, it's a very murky world of copyright and parody yes. and who can say what and who can see what and being approved for certain formats and not for others. That's been a steep learning curve. Um, in all honesty, if somebody asked us, probably we would quite like somebody else to have to deal with all the sound and and the recordings and potentially going into a studio so yeah i it's certainly not something we would rule out but it's not something uh, as yet that we have uh, signed up for shall we say so um would you ever like to do like um live performances uh some more live performances in front of a live crowd obviously after covid I think uh, that wouldn't personally be up to me. I think it'll be more up to Tess um, <laughs> because uh, I, I very much enjoyed doing comic relief. I know that was uh, considerably different without a crowd, but I, I liked going going around kind of in a taxi, that kind of excitement and a dressing room. Yeah, you could, I think we both started a bit high there. I think we might have peaked. Uh, we did like, we did have, um, in fact, we never got around to speaking to him because of various things, but Chris Evans had, come out um before actually we did totally fixed where you are um and and had talked about us on his show i think someone had obviously sent him a link and he got very excited about it and, and started saying find this family i want them to do car fest uh of which we laughed about and, and never kind of got back in we never kind of ended up talking to him about it because totally fixed where you are took off and we ended up doing other stuff um i don't know is the short answer i we all like performing 
we all like the taste of it that we've had, but the realities, would we give up what we're used to doing? Would Alfie not do cricket? Would Thomas not do football on a weekend so we could go and perform somewhere? That's a big ask. Um, I guess if somebody asked us and there was reason to do it, it it's something that we would definitely consider. But um, at the moment, like with the album, it's all it all still feels a bit sort of odd and strange to even discuss it or think about it, to be honest. So just to end, end off, what is your favourite song, each of you, uh, what is your favourite song that you have done? Well, I would probably say, um, even though it took a very long time, I like doing Under Pressure um, because it was the first one we'd done with all of our kind of new equipment that we got because Dad got some new equipment over Christmas or finally set up the new equipment he got last Christmas. Um, and so it was a kind of new and exciting way of doing it and it allowed us to kind of, it felt much more rewarding to do because even though it took a lot longer, there was a lot more instruments involved and the, the final product, the, the sound quality at the end, it was just, uh, you felt it was a lot better and you felt it was more rewarding. I think Tess said yesterday her favourite actually, surprisingly, was Goodbye Pandemic Road. She enjoyed doing that one. She liked that song. Um, Thomas, I think his favourite was The Freedom of Life, yeah. which we did last summer because he quite liked moving and being able to sort of stand up and dance. That was the first one we'd done that too. I think my favourite, if it's not the Bonnie Tyler, Totally Fix Where You Are, it's probably I Know Them Too Well because that felt very much personal <laughs> when I sat on that sofa looking miserable. Um, I kind of felt that. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think what Ella said. What was Ella's favourite? I think she liked Totally Fixed. Oh no, she liked the new jab. Uh, that was her favourite one that she she mentioned. So I think we've all got separate favourites. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think the the ones that have really taken hold will probably be the ones that we uh, we we all collectively remember, especially that totally fixed where you are one. Okay, thank you. No problem. Take care. Bye bye. So hopefully you enjoyed both of my, uh, both of the parts of my interview with the Marsh family. But um, now it is time for the Marsh family's probably most recent viral song. Yes, it's their third lockdown parody of Totally Eclipse, uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yes, it's totally fixed where we are. Twenty-one and it's a little bit lonely. No one's ever coming round. Third lockdown. Twenty-twenty-one. We bet we'd all be outside, but I'm still listening to the sound of their tears. Third lockdown. Every day I'm treated like I offer room service, but they mess it in the blink of an eye. Third lockdown. Every now and then we get a little bit terrified, and then we think she's gonna let fly. Third lockdown. Time flies. Struggling to tell the days apart Someone's got to 
Now we barely get in the car There's nothing we can do We're totally fixed where we are Once upon a time we went hiking for miles Now we can't be out with the park Nothing we can say We're totally fixed where we are Wow, wasn't that good? It really gets me going, that song. Uh, so, if you want to check out more of the Marsh family, all of their social media are down in the description down below. Uh, and again, I want to say a massive, massive thank you to the Marsh family uh, for taking out time out of their day to talk to me. Now, it is time for the weekly watchlist. This week's submission to join the watchlist is Midnight Sky. It is a post-elliptic tale where a lonely scientist in the Arctic races to stop uh, a crew of astronauts from returning home. I would give it a 5 out of 5. It's really touching and very, very intense. So it is available on Netflix. So uh, if you want to check it out, the link is down in the description down below. If you have a TV show or film that you would like to nominate for the watch list, uh, you can leave it in the comments down below or email me at thebrickhistory at gmail.com and type your email, the weekly watch list. Now it is time for another um, 
Head to Head, the best guess. Hello and welcome to Head to Head, the best guess. So, the rules are, there are two people going head to head. Uh, they have to guess what the photo is. There are 10 photos. Um, I will tell you the answers after each question. And the person with the most questions right will win. Uh, you will need a pen and paper. Let's welcome our contestants on today. Um, our first contestant, Emma, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you, Ethan. And uh, our second contestant, Ben, how are you doing today? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Okay, so let's get started. Okay, so this week's topic is country shapes. Okay, so at the outline of a border, you have to guess which country it is. So what country is this? Have you both got your answers? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Show your answers up to the screen now. Ben, so you've got Greenland. What what have you got, Emma? France. Okay. So the answer is Spain. So you're both incorrect. Okay. So what country is this? I can't even remember some of these, so... I mean, I haven't done geography for about four years now. <laughs> so... This is gonna... Okay, have you got both got your answers? Hang on, I haven't got one yet. Oh, oh, oh. This do you have wrong, an answer, Emma? Anyway, I do now. Okay, so show your answers to the camera now. So, Emma, you've got Greece. What have you got, Ben? South Africa. Okay, so you are incorrect. It is China. Okay, so what country is this? Maybe I've made this too hard. <laughs> no, we might not get any right. Okay, do you both have an answer? Yeah. Yep, okay, so show your answers up to the camera now. Okay, so Emma, you've got Poland, is that correct? Yeah. And uh, Ben, you've got Germany, haven't you? Yeah. Okay, so it is Brazil. Okay, so what country is this? Okay, have you both got your answers now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, show your answers to the camera now. Okay, so Emma has got Sweden and Ben, what have you got? I've got Madagascar. Okay, so Emma is correct with Sweden and have got the first point of the round of the quiz. Okay, so what country is this? Okay, do you both have an answer? Yeah. Okay, yeah. show your answers to the camera now. Okay, you've both got Australia. You are correct with Australia. So Emma is still leading with one point ahead of Ben. Okay, so what country is this? Okay, do you both have an answer? Yeah. Okay, yeah. show your answers up to the camera now. So, uh, what have you got, Emma? I've got Russia. And what have you got, Ben? I've got Canada. Okay. 
Ben is correct with Canada, and you are now drawing. Okay, what country is this? Okay, do you both have an answer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, show your answers to the camera now. Okay, so Emma, you've got Greenland, and Ben, you've got Iceland. Okay, so... Ben is correct with Iceland, and he is now leading. Okay, so what country is this? And this might be the last one. Okay, do you both have an answer? Oh, wait, hang on, I've changed my mind. I did have an answer, but I'm like, no, it's not that. Uh, okay, I have an answer. Okay, show your answers to the camera now. Mine. Okay, so you've both got Japan. Okay, you are correct with Japan. So uh, Ben is still leading with one point ahead. Okay, so what country is this? I think this is definitely the last one. Okay, do you both have an answer? Yeah. Okay, show your answers to the camera now. Okay, so Emma, you've got Iceland, and Ben, you've got no, Greenland. No, Ireland. Oh, Ireland. Ireland! I thought you said. I thought it was Iceland. Okay, yeah, so you are correct, Emma, with Ireland. Okay, so you are now drawn with Ben. Okay, is there another one? Yes, there is. I think this is definitely the last one, and it could be the tiebreaker. Okay, do you have an answer? Yeah. Okay, so show your answers to the camera now. Okay, so you both have got Russia. You are incorrect. It's actually Turkey. So you are now drawn. And, uh, yeah, again, I don't have a... Uh, so I... You are both drawed, so to create the winner, I'll just go and get a, one more question for you guys because I'm not prepared uh, for uh, a tie. So um, I'll just stop sharing my screen for a minute and uh, go and get another question. Okay, so we are back with the tie breaker question, hopefully. So what country is this? So do you both have an answer? Give me two seconds. I do now. Okay, so show your answers to the camera now. Okay, so, um, okay, see, Emma have got, has got Portugal and Ben has got Belgium. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, so you are both incorrect. It was actually Luxembourg. <laughs> So, uh, we'll be back with another tiebreaker, and I'll try and make it a little, little bit easier this time. So, I'll just shot final tiebreaker question. We are back. Uh, so final. That's debatable. This is the final uh, tie, <laughs> tie, um, tiebreaker question. So, what country is this? Okay, do you both have an answer? Yes. Emma, yes. do you have an answer? Okay, hold yeah, your I've, answers I've up to the camera right. now. I've just spelled it as like the food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you have both got chili and you are, if I can move it on, correct. 
Okay, so we are back for the final, final tiebreaker question. So, what country is this? I'm risking it here. I'm not a million percent sure of this. I know, neither am I. Okay. Um, have you both got your answers? Yes. Okay. Show your <laughs> answers to the camera now. I thought Greenland, but then I just went for Norway. Okay, so you are both incorrect. It was England turned upside down. <laughs> that is cruel. I, I'm not, I, I think I'm going to have to check um, the referee rule book here. I know, I mean, England's just currently hiding viewers because he thinks we're going to... Just and you're the one that's saying, and you're, you're, you're saying this is going to be the final one, and then you're just doing that. I know, but I, have <laughs> I, feel, to I feel like some... Ethan wants to do. I feel like what Ethan just wants this to stop, but then he's not. He's not making it easy on himself. Yeah, I know. But I'm I was not warned to... about this. He's trying to do easy but hard. Right. If you okay, see, okay, we'll we'll come back for the final, final, final question. <laughs> This is the final, final question. Okay, so what country is this? I got this one. So far. <laughs> oh, God. It is another one. <laughs> oh, it may... No, no, I probably okay, got this one. Okay, so do but... you both have your answers? Okay, yes. show them to the camera now. Have you both oh, got God. France? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Ethan, no! <laughs> oh, no! I might have just to declare you draws. I think oh, you Ethan's, Ethan's slowly, um, Ethan's just slowly <laughs> questioning his decision of um, being in the Brick Kid, starting the Brick Kid. Oh, show no, we're point. running out of time now anyway. <laughs> oh, no. It's all going wrong. Making here. meeting time in 10 minutes. Oh, gosh. The countdown now. Okay, so I think I just I'm... have to declare you draws and both the winner. Uh, well done. Uh, how do you both feel about being the winners? I mean, we're either as good or as bad as each other. <laughs> I mean, how, I, I, how do you feel, Ben? I feel so good. I won, and I didn't have to, and I didn't. Didn't have to. I didn't have to beat someone to win. This feels good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank yeah. you for being here today. Okay. Bye. So yes, I did four tiebreaker questions. Then I just gave up. So actually, uh, we might do uh, the Ben and Emma rematch at some point. But for now, uh, Ben and Emma are. Both won uh, this Head to Head The Best Guess. So if you want the chance uh, to come on Head to Head The Best Guess, email me at thebrickhistshow at gmail.com. Sadly, that is all we have time for in today's episode. We will be back on the 24th of April on audio and the 25th of April on video with a very interesting interview, yet another weekly watch list and another edition of our game, Head to Head The Best Guess. Please share this video with your friends and family. Comment 
comment, like, listen to last week's episode. If you haven't already listened to this show until the end, email me and subscribe because we are trying to get to 100 subscribers and it does really mean a lot. Or favourite. Um, or follow, favourite, or review, or whatever your listening platform does, it really does help out. In the meantime, if you have any suggestions to make the show better, or about the Brick Kids Gaming Show, or about, uh, or if you want to talk on the show, or if you have a TV show or film that you would like to nominate for the watchers, or if you want the chance to compete and head-to-head the best guess, comment below, voice message me on Anchor, or email me at thebrickkidsshow at gmail.com. So, that is all we have time, um... That is all we have time for this week. When you will be back on the 24th of April on audio and the 25th of April on video. But for now, goodbye. Bringing you a kid-friendly radio show. Every Saturday afternoon on YouTube Broadcasting live at one o'clock Broadcasting live at one o'clock